Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. This is Ed from the Pixel Tunes Radio Video Game Music Podcast. You're listening to Two Dudes and a Ness. Justin. What's up, man? Mm. Oh, don't scare me like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I am? Mm-hmm. Uh, a ghoul or a ghost? I'm a ghost. Yep, I'm a ghost. Mm-hmm. So does that make me a goblin? That's right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And what noise does a goblin make? <laughs> what is a goblin, by the way? Like what fault is a goblin like a, a an umbrella term for like zombies and monsters? I don't know. You know, that's a good question. Maybe we should look that up. Yeah. Goblin. We should brace Yeah. We could we could we could we could formulate a uh hypothesis here. Okay. But we'll probably be corrected by somebody on Twitter. Right. Okay. A goblin. Also known as no, never mind. That's the, that's an Italian progressive rock band. So that's what it is. It's an Italian progressive rock band. Oh, okay. Well, so this game's about uh, ghosts and Italian progressive rock bands. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, a goblin is a legendary, evil, or mischievous, grotesque, dwarf-like demon or monster that appeared in oh. European stories and accounts during the Middle Ages. So it's like a little so has- short, ugly thing. Hmm. Like a couple of the characters in this game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, the big man. The pig man. Isn't there one called Big Man? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
Well, we'll, we'll probably get to a manual at some point. I think we will. I think we will. But it's so, but uh, I do want to say this uh, before we get started talking about this show. So, not last night. Last night was Memorial Day, so the night before last, I guess it was, um, Super Mario Brothers was on television. The movie? On Discovery Family, yeah. And so I, I didn't, like, sit down and, like, intently watch it, but it was just kind of on throughout the night. And that movie is terrible. It is really bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been a long time since like, I've re- seen it, but I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, it's terrible. I think it's like ridiculous. And the thing is, is like, I, it's like I can see when they were like trying to decide how to make the movie that they were probably thinking, well, the idea of making just like a, a live action Mario is ridiculous, <laughs> you know. So we'll make this movie, and then this, this movie turned out to be even worse. So. As a matter of fact, I'm going to look up on Rotten Tomatoes the critics for Super Mario Brothers. It's, it, I'm sure it's a Rotten Tomato, right? It, yeah, whatever that is. A zero, I'd say. Um, but anyway, the game we're talking about while I look this up is a Patreon pick, right? It is. Patreon pick by Mike Vito. Thank you, Mike, for your mm-hmm. awesome Patreon contributions and your, well, I don't know if I want to thank you for your pick quite yet. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. I don't even think, it's not, hmm, it's not showing up here on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so bad, not even it's that so yet. bad that it's not allowed on Rotten Tomatoes. They just ignored it. It, it never happened. Never happened. Now here it is. It is a sixteen percent. So there you go. Twenty nine percent on the audience. That's uh out of out of one hundred, I assume. <laughs> and the tagline is it's a blast. Okay. What a boring generic tagline too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This movie's so bad, we can't even really think of anything to say about it. <laughs> it it's it's just like saying it's fun. Yeah. Uh, tagline <laughs> for this movie: It's good. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not the worst thing you've ever seen. Oh, I imagine gosh. that if we ever came out with a two dudes in a nest movie, that would be the tagline. <laughs> it's not the worst movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Right. There's plenty of worse. So, Ghosts and Goblins. Yes. Do you have history on this game? I hope you're taking notes, boys and girls. It's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia.
I do. So, Ghosts and Goblins. Another Capcom game. And I like that because I'm hoping we're getting another message from Captain Commando here in a little bit. Oh, I think he'll be in for a real treat with this one. <laughs> Boy. Okay, so it was originally uh, an arcade that was ported to several different systems. Uh, one, of course, being the NES, released on June 13, 1986 in Japan and November 1986 in North America, which is an odd release time for this game. It makes me think they missed Halloween. Like, something happened and they missed the release. Yeah. Like, right after Halloween? Really? I mean, you could you could argue it was Christmas season, but still, you'd think they'd want this game out for Halloween. Anyway. So, it was ported for the Commodore 64 as well. And the interesting thing about the Commodore 64 version is the music was different. Um... Mark Cooksey did the music, uh, and he borrowed from Frederick Chopin's Prelude Number no. Twenty. I'm not familiar with Fancy. that. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. But spoiler alert: I'm sure it was better than the music in this game. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, the thing is, typically Commodore sixty four music is better. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just kind of a a thing when you right. compare the NES to Commodore sixty four. But you know. I don't know. We may get into that a little deeper here in a little bit. Yeah. So the NES version was actually developed by Micronix, which uh, developed a few like ports for the NES during the during the uh, 80s. A few more notable names. 1942 was ported by Micronix. Ghostbusters, game we talked about, and uh, Super Pitfall. Just some notable ones that they have thrown out there and the developer of this game somebody we've talked about a few times Tokura Fujiwara also known as Professor F or Arthur King uh, who produced and directed a lot of other games one game we just got through talking about Mega Man 2 he was mm -hmm. the producer of nice. that yeah uh, we went uh, on a real Big Capcom kick here lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. DuckTales, uh, Mega, Man. Mega Man, now this one. Um, but uh, he has probably one of the more interesting stories, I think. And I think we've talked about it on a previous show, but I just want to touch on it again. You know, he, he joined Konami, left Konami after about a year, joined Capcom, was with Capcom with, for 13 years, and then he establishes a video game studio of his own, which is probably my favorite video game, the name of a video game uh, company, Whoopi Camp. <laughs> yep. W-H-O-O-P-E-E -E Camp. And uh, Whoopi Camp. Whoopi! Uh, but he also was involved in a many Mega Mans as well. Um, many the... as in M-A-N-Y or many as in M-I-N-I? Uh, unfortunately, M-A-N-Y, oh. or fortunately, many would be pretty cool too. As far as this game's reception, it's actually been received pretty well as far as its ratings, but it's also known as one of the hardest games of all time. Uh, it was ranked 129th on Nintendo Power's Top 200, and it was also one of the best sellers for the NES, selling about 1.64 million 
copies and um, the it actually uh, had a, some spin-offs and sequels and became Capcom's eighth best-selling game franchise selling 4.4 million units total and those sequels include Ghosts, Ghosts, Ghouls, pfft, Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins. Um, so, just to name a few. So, Have you played any of the others? I have not. Have you? Uh, yeah, I've played Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and um, I played the arcade version of this game. And yeah. I played something on, P- I think it was PS2... It was like um, Maximo or something like that. I think it was loosely based on this series. It is part of the series. Maximo is. um, And Gargoyle's Quest was another spinoff as well as Maximo. So Mm -hmm. uh, now you can buy it pretty much on any port. And I think even there's a new game. Ghosts and Goblins Gold Knights that's been released on iOS. So, if anybody out there is an iPhone user and wants to try out a new Ghosts and Goblins game, you got that working for you. I um, can't. I cannot imagine playing this on iOS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have this game? It's out there, waiting to be discovered. This is Michael's Quest. To find the cart. Before we talk about whether or not I got this game, do you care if I take a brief moment and throw out a couple shout-outs? I don't care. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, Joe Copel, a long time ago, well, not that long ago, maybe like two or three months ago, started his own podcast after listening to us. Remember, he called in like a... Mm-hmm. What was our Christmas episode? And we said, man, Joe, you've got a radio voice. You should do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. So, Dude Joe has his podcast. And I just wanted to shout that out. Yep. It's the, oh boy, I should have wrote this down. I think it's the Random Retro Roundup. Yeah, it says it is the Random Retro Roundup. Whew. I okay. actually know that, yeah. And then another guy who has been emailing me constantly wanting to get on the show and I've been trying to get him on the show but you know things happen we haven't got him on the show yet Phil Phil I'm going to butcher your last name Vecchio um mm-hmm. yeah anyways he's with the Radio Brindo Man podcast and they've done like I mean they're like 160 episodes deep so 
This guy knows how to podcast. So, um, anyways, I just want to give him a shout out because he said he's he's been shouting us out like crazy on his show, and you know how we are. We're just we're just takers all the time, and I feel like every now and then we got to give. Take that's all we ever do is take. So, once in a blue moon, we got to give. So, Radio Brendo, man, go check out that podcast. That's the shout-outs I wanted to give. Onward with the quest. Okay, so quest. Uh, This one came from... I'll I'll give you two guesses. Well, first guess, I'm going to go with neighbor kid. Bingo. Neighbor kid. Boom. It's the easiest easiest guess. I almost went with Crab Man first, but... You know, I don't think I I ever got a game from Crab Man. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Actually, I, I'm sure I got some games from Crabman, but I probably mm-hmm. just lumped them in with Neighbor Kid's games and just assumed yeah. that they all came from Neighbor Kid. So, yeah, I got this one from Neighbor Kid. Probably, I think, I'm sure I've discussed when he gave them to me before, but I don't remember. It was around the time he got his PlayStation 1. He decided to give me all his NES games. So, high school, maybe. Mm-hmm. Freshman year mm-hmm. high school, something like that. So, mm-hmm. I got uh, this. This was just one of probably 15 games that Neighbor Kid gave me, and I have played it sparingly over the years because every time I play it, I can't make it past, like, the first jump, (laughs) you know, so. There was a meme that somebody put up on our uh, Facebook group. It's been probably, like, two or three months ago, and it was, like, uh, starting Ghosts and Goblins, and it showed, like, the star screen. And then, like it said, <laughs> ten minutes later or something, there was, like, something thrown in through the TV or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, I don't well, remember. I wish I... You should yeah. probably have looked that up. If somebody's listening <laughs> that put up that meme, please put it up again because it was hilarious. Yeah, I would love to see... I'm sure I saw it when it when it was put up, but I... There's so much stuff yeah. that goes flying through that group, I just can't remember. I can't remember it, so... Put it up again. I want to see it. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, this game is ridiculously hard. Did you have this game ever? I didn't have this game. I went and got it the other day at uh, Shady Game Store. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I probably shouldn't say that. But um... <laughs> that's. We were, I think we've already announced that that's what we call it. Uh, anyway, I uh, went and picked it up. And uh, it's a game that I played. I guess I've played it with you. I'm assuming. Probably. Because I have played it before. It's ridiculously hard. And I guess we can go ahead and start talking about gameplay now. Yeah, let's go let's go to gameplay. Do you like talking about games? Well so do we. Welcome to the game discussion. This is uh, this game is about one of the most frustrating things you'll ever do in your life. Like one of the most frustrating games for the NES. Yeah. Do you, so. Do you have any memories of when we played it before, or is all your memories coming from just now? 
<clears throat> I just remembered playing it and it being pretty much impossible and I'm not being able to get very far. Uh, I don't really remember. I just, it's, it's just a memory that I know that I played it, you know? I feel like you and I, you know, oh, hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, get your, your vibration device over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you and I, see, when we played most of these NES games back in the day, we were dumb college kids in a dorm room. So I'm fig- I figure we probably tried to turn this into a drinking game somehow mm-hmm. and probably drank too much because we did something stupid like every time you die, you drink. And then, of course, in this game, you die every 10 <laughs> every seconds. <laughs> so yeah. mm-hmm. that's probably why we don't right. remember playing it back then. I, re- I remember playing it from when Neighbor Kid first gave it to me, and I just remember it just being impossible and, and mm-hmm. frustrating. I could not, I could not get past the first level for the longest time. Um, I yeah, I haven't gotten past first level, and actually, I've been doing some, I've been watching some run throughs just so I can kind of know what the other levels look like and what it, uh, how the game plays out. Um, but yeah, I've never gotten past the first level on this game, and and so. I honestly haven't until just like this this past week playing it. Um, cause I really dug in deep and tried to really play it because most of the time I'll play it for 15 minutes, get frustrated and quit playing it. But this, this mm-hmm. time I said, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Plus I had to try to get this, the high score. And then for a while, nobody was putting up high scores. So I was kind of near the top. I was feeling pretty good about myself, but uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. First, I've got something. Oh yeah. Here we go. The man. That's right. The manual. Sorry, every time Ooh. I go, every time I go to switch to the manual, um, mm-hmm. I uh, I get a little distracted trying to do it. So, wow. so you see. Oh, wow. look who's on the cover. Yep, the cover of the game. <laughs> Captain Commando. Our good friend, Captain Commando. They didn't even oh. put King Arthur or a ghost or a goblin or anything on the cover. They just said, "Here's Captain Commando." Presents Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> yeah. Here's somebody that has nothing to do with the game on the cover of the game manual. Mm-hmm. So let me read you the special message from Captain Commando. Thank you for selecting Fun-Filled Ghosts and Goblins, one of the exclusive family computer video games from the Captain Commando Challenge series. So... Yeah. This is another one of those challenge series games. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in true Nintendo fashion, in the safety precautions section, uh, mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is something Nintendo forces everybody to put in there. If you'll see section six or item six there, <laughs> pause for 10 to 20 minutes after playing for two hours or more. <laughs> this will extend the performance of your game pack and, huh. and of you. But... It, that, that seems unusual. You got to stop after two hours of continuous gameplay, and it will preserve your game pack. Well, for this game, maybe that's because you'll want to kill yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> because if you try to play for more than two hours, you will take the game pack out and break it over your knee. Yeah. Oh man, how many controllers were bent over your knee over this game? I don't know. I don't know. I had to, I had to switch controllers so many times. I eventually went with the. Uh, with the advantage controller, which is pretty durable, mm-hmm. and it actually it kind of helped me out quite a bit. But I'll talk about that when we talk about the game. Let's see if I can find us some other gems in here. 
a little bit of diff different weapons what weapons here um what what was your favorite weapon i really just used the 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 uh javelin that you first pretty much get when you start mm -hmm. the game yeah so you have so. javelins torches swords axes and crosses now the cross isn't it just like keeps them from attacking you I guess. I mean, that's what it says. I've never used... I don't, I don't yeah. remember using the cross. Yeah. Well, when I was watching the run-through, that that's what it looked like was happening. So. Yeah. The thing I like, The one I liked the most was the sword, because it was straight, just like the javelin, but it was faster. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I like hints on gameplay. Okay, okay. I'll let you read that then. Can Our beautiful it? princess is kidnapped. Her lover, the knight, in his shining armor is armed with five different weapons. The knight must pass through seven gates, each guarded by an evil demon. As the knight destroys the evil enemy demons, a key appears from the sky. The key opens the next gate. At the seventh and final gate, your skill enables the knight to engage in hand-to-hand -hand combat with the devil. Ooh. Defeat the devil <laughs> and, the, and the beautiful princess is rescued. Each time the knight is hit with the enemy firepower, he loses his suit of armor. The second straight hit kills the knight. Throughout every scene, there are jars which hide five different weapons for the knight. Now here are a few things. First of all, well, you know what? We'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll talk about this later because it's coming up in the manual. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> very, very excellent reading, sir. Mm -hmm. Two hits. Two hits. That's it. Yeah, that's all you get. Two hits and you're done. Two hits and like three lives or something like that. That's it. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. bonus characters. I don't know why they call these things characters. Do you? I mean, they no. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're yeah. There's a bag of money is a character, and then there's these different soldier types, stone soldiers and a king. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I really didn't know what. I guess they're just points, right? Yeah, all you get is points. You don't You're, really get anything. Yeah. So, yeah, you get points. Um, I I just grabbed everything if I could. That was my strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, then hidden characters. See, so you have uh. Something I don't know how to pronounce the Yashiki, mm -hmm. which I don't I don't remember getting that, but you get no, five thousand points for it, it. so yeah. that's that's pretty cool. Uh, you get some time extended. Uh, you get extra player, which I never found one of those. Mm -hmm. uh, you get armor. Does that restore your armor? It just says the player has armor in the manual. <laughs> I guess it does. <laughs> That's the description. The player has armor. This manual is is really good. It's top notch. Yeah, but that's one of my big complaints. That's coming up here. Okay, one of your so. big complaints coming up. Uh, the yeah. Frog King. Did you ever get the Frog King? No. It turns you into a frog. frog. Yeah. Is, don't you like hit something? I, I was reading somewhere. It's like you hit something fifteen times, like a tombstone. I don't know. I don't know. I, I never mean, did experience that. See, I feel like I really didn't get to experience this game to its fullest because I couldn't make it very far. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, so enemy characters. Then is this where you're? Is this where you're coming this in is yet? Where my beef goes. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Okay, so this game, who named this these characters? Like, who's in charge of naming? Was like, did they just? They were, they were either a flaming idiot or they just were had zero creativity. So first of all, the knight in the game 
is named Arthur. Okay, the most famous knight ever, right? Mm -hmm. King Arthur, right? So we'll name him Arthur. Okay, good job. So then your characters, you've got a zombie, which is a zombie, mm -hmm. a plant that's just called Green Monster. <laughs> the bad guy is just the devil. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's right. not. Uh, you've got one well, bad character is called Big Man. Yeah. My, Big Man. Well, my favorite part, though, is you have the devil, but then you also have Satan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So. So. You get the, oh, and that reminds me, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> oh yeah, hey Rodney, what the devil? The devil? Who the devil? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's the second time we've referenced that. We should probably put that one to bed. <laughs> no, never. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and unicorn. There's a unicorn, but he does. He looks more like a rhinoceros to me. Yeah, he's not. He's like an ogre, really. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's not a unicorn at all. <laughs> like, unicorn is supposed to be, like, this magical horse, and this is, like, an ogre-looking character. Right. And I'll, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, and then and then you've got, like, the red devil, the blue mm -hmm. demon, and the petite devil. Just, mm -hmm. just a tiny little devil. Just tiny. Yeah. So, that's that's pretty much the gist of the manual. But uh, it does, yeah. at the end, um, tell you to look for Capcom's exciting new games, Commando and 1942. All right. Those are those are good games. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. No you, no, you can go ahead and take that away. Okay. So, isn't the final boss in this game named Astaroth? Yeah, see, that's what I thought, too, but the manual calls him Devil. That's what I was curious about because I was just reading that and like I've, of course I've never made it that far, but apparently the last level is supposed to be by Astaroth. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and you, you say that the he's, the guy's name's Arthur, right? Because he's King Arthur. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. in the manual, he's just called Knight. So I, I think that whoever made the manual didn't actually play the game. So, yeah. Have you heard? <laughs> this is something maybe we should bring up right now, but. It's kind of like, have you seen the English at the end of the game? Yes. It's pretty hilarious. Yes. We can <laughs> yeah, get we'll to that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, maybe it's kind of the same thing. They just, some, another flaming idiot that they had working there, an intern or something. Do, do all the idiots the have to be flaming to you? Just, I'm just asking. Nah, it makes them better. It makes them more interesting. Oh, okay. Are there any, like, ice, ice cold idiots? Oh man, those are the bad ones. Oh, okay. You don't you those don't hire those. You don't hire those. You really gotta watch out for those. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Alright, anyway. so that's it for the manual. Um Oh, and then the princess. The princess's name is Prin Prin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so this manual has nothing it's just it's just bad. Yeah. The manual sucks for this game. I should not have read it's the a, manual. Well, no, you should have read the manual because it was still hilarious, but especially because the cover didn't even have anything related to the game and had Captain Commando on it. Yeah. Well, that was the whole reason I really wanted to read the manual is for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so let's talk about this game. Okay. So the first level, which is 
all of my playing experience. Mm -hmm. The Graveyard. And, of course, you've played the other Ghosts and Goblins series games. But apparently, like, every Ghosts and Goblins game, like, has, like, the first level is kind of a play to that level, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, almost every, or at least all the ones that I've played are almost the exact same, but just slightly different. Mm -hmm. It's the same type of game. It's the same like level layout. Of course I didn't make it very far in any any of them except for the one that except for this one. And I didn't even make it very far in this one. I just made it level three. But so but they're they're all they all start in the graveyard. And and it's all mm -hmm. the same thing where you're sitting there with the princess and then the thing swoops in and gets her and all that stuff. So Isn't it your own fault if your princess gets kidnapped if you were just hanging out in the graveyard? Yeah, who picnics in the graveyard? That's Yeah. <laughs> Issue number one. Yeah. Okay. If you were picnicking in the graveyard and some gargoyle demon looking thing comes and gets your date, that one's on you. Yeah. Pretty sure that, that one's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but you get in here and you got the zombies. So, the zombies are like the first kind of bad guy that you experience. And so, you get hit. You get your armor, but then you get hit, and then your armor goes away. And then you're just, you die as soon as you get hit again. And this is the most frustrating part of the game is there's like, there's no life meter. There's no way to get more life. Apparently, you could get the armor back. Yeah, so I never could get the armor back. I don't know how. I found, yeah. I never found the, ar the armor. So, and it never failed. Always one of the first zombies would seem to hit me at some point and then it was just game on from there on out well and as long as i could keep the javelin or the knives or i guess their swords mm -hmm. then i could pretty much fend off most everybody in the first level it was if i accidentally picked up the torch that i was just screwed i couldn't do anything with the torch because it arcs so i would accidentally throw it over their heads or i wouldn't reach them or it just yeah. I got so frustrated every time I accidentally picked up the torch. I hated the torch so much. Yeah. So you get... Yeah, it's just so frustrating. And then the... You get to the... I finally got to the unicorn mm -hmm. at the very at the end of the first level. And I couldn't beat him. Which, actually, the unicorn probably is not that bad. But it was like I was... You know, down to my underwear at that point. Right, right. Which we haven't mentioned yeah. yet. But when you lose your armor, you you go down to your skivvies. <laughs> <laughs> so you're down you're down to your underwear at this point. And this is the first time I ever actually experienced the unicorn, and so I died pretty quick. But yeah, I I was wrong. I I said I made it to level three, but now that I'm looking at the levels, uh, I did not. I did not make it to level three. I made it to the end of level two and was defeated by the boss at the end of level two. Which is two unicorns, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I, so I made it to level two. Yeah. So the enemy bosses is unicorn, which is one and two, I guess. There's dragon at some point. I don't know where dragon comes in. Uh, Satan. Mm, of course, you can't forget Satan. And, and then Astaroth, which Astaroth is the last 
boss to beat. So, um, which level is Dragon on? Do you know where he's on level is? three? Yeah, he's on level three. Pretty sure. Okay. I think it's and like the cave. Got... Actually, he may yeah. be at level three and four. I think they double up on him sometimes. Because you know you that fight you, you fight unicorn twice. You fight him. You fight one unicorn twice. in stage one. You fight two unicorns in stage two. Maybe you fight two dragons on stage four. I don't know. That has to make sense because five, the fifth level is um, Satan. Charge to the demon realm castle. And then level six is to the demon realm castle top. And then the fifth level or the final stage is Demon Lord Ashtaroth's room. So I guess that final stage is just basically just Ashtaroth. Yeah, and speaking of stage five, okay, mm-hmm. um, you have to have defeat the dual Satans with a special weapon, right? Or else it spits you back to the beginning of stage five. Yeah, you have to use the cross. I remember reading that there. So that's where the cross really comes in. Yeah. You have to so, use the cross. I can imagine, you know, I didn't make it that far, right? So I didn't have to deal with this, but I can imagine the frustration of making it to the end of stage five with your favorite weapon, whatever that is, you know, say you like the javelin. You make it to the end Mm -hmm. of stage five, javelin, you're doing good, kill the two Satans, and then the game says, whoop, not going to work. This was an illusion. (laughs) Yep. Get back. So, So, an Astaroth... So we needed an expert in demonology to come on this show. So Astaroth in demonology is a crowned prince of hell. Mm. So there you go. So you got to fight the prince. Yeah, but, and here's the kicker to the whole game. And the reason why a lot of people say that it is frustratingly stupid hard Mm -hmm. is because if you make it through... All the way to Astroth, right? Mm-hmm. And you defeat him. You must beat the Guess game what? all you must beat over it again. again. Right. <laughs> the meanest trick. There's the. I was looking stuff up, and there was an article called "The Meanest Trick Capcom Ever Played," mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, it's the yeah, message the says. Game was an illusion. Yeah, when you beat it. When you beat Astaroth the first time, it says, This room is an illusion and is a trap devised by Satan. Go ahead dauntlessly. Make rapid progress. And then you have to beat the whole game over again. (laughs) Which makes complete sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead dauntlessly. Make rapid progress. (laughs) I'm going to use that at my job tomorrow. I'm going to yell at somebody. Go ahead dauntlessly. Make rapid progress. (laughs) Somebody's pushing a gurney down the hall. <laughs> yeah. He's yelling. So, so then you got to go back. Yeah, you got to go back and beat it again. But then... And I think at that point, I would just be like, no. Yeah. But if you just say no, then you don't get the awesome English at the end of the game. <laughs> yes. The story Which, is happy end. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but doesn't it also say something like congratulations or congra- yeah, it says, congr- it says, congratulations or something like that? Well, it says, let's see, being the wise and courageous knight that you are, 
you feel strength welling in your body. Return to starting point challenge again. Oh, that's the first time, right? Yeah. But we're, let's see. Hmm. We are super we're prepared. We're super experts on ghosts and goblins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Why didn't we bring on like, somebody that knew more about this than us? Yeah, like the, this Mike Vito guy. I hope Mike Vito got like the high score. Well, I don't think he participated, but oh. <clears throat> if he did, uh, he didn't get the high score. Let me guess, Sean. How'd you guess? Actually, no, Sean did not get it. We'll talk about that here in just just a second. I want to see this. I need to see this ending screen. Well, while you're looking at that, I'll talk about Astaroth here. Okay. The Astaroth um, sprite is actually pretty impressive looking. He's got like a, a stomach head as well as, you know, the head on top of him. Okay, wait, so, here it is, here it is, here it is. Congratulation. <laughs> <laughs> this story is happy end. Thank you. Yes. Man, that's a load off right there. It's so ha- it's it's it makes you feel so happy that you actually did this again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get that. Yeah. So, so uh, you were you're about to kind of dip into graphics a little bit there. What were you going to say? Well, I was just talking about the Astro the Astaroth sprite is actually pretty impressive for the you know yeah. It is, and I think, you know, just in general, I think the graphics of this game are actually really good for 1986. I mean, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty faithful to the arcade. I mean, the arcade and this game look very, very close. And I've got to bring in this comparison. What do you think about some elements of this game for some reason? And maybe it's just because I played it so recently, and the game plays a lot, a lot similar. But some of the elements of this game... And the Transylvania stage of DuckTales. Uh, yeah. There's some similarities. I could see. There. I could There's see some, some of the similarities because the tombstones and the yeah the zombie guys and stuff. Yeah. So you know, I kind of thought about that, and of course, we talked about with DuckTales and Mega Man too how they play kind of similar, similarly. Of course, being yeah, and even the 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 main character guy. The squattiness always, of him. He kind of looks like a Mega Man or a, or a Scrooge McDuck a little bit. It does. Then they kind of run the same way. When they get hit, they kind of fall the same way. Yeah, so um, Capcom definitely has a style. I mean, there's no denying that. And you you talk about the music, too. I mean, the music, there's... Well, you, you don't seem to like it very much. I mean, you get one song, right? That's pretty much the whole game. Well, you know, here's the thing, and we talked about this with the Friday the 13th episode a while back. Um, I don't, there's something about that kind of, that horror game feel that they're trying to make an almost irritating noise song. To me, that's what it felt like. Maybe some people would be more defending of this music of this game and say that it wasn't that bad, but I thought it was just like, ugh, irritating. I I'll be a little bit more defending. I don't think it's that bad. I really do like the the song. 
like the main song, the intro song, and mm-hmm. what you get like at the first level there. I really like it. I just mm-hmm. think it gets old really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's way better than Friday the 13th, though. Oh, but, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Friday the 13th was awful. Yeah. So, All now, around. not to jump back to graphics real quick, but I I just don't, I don't know if this is my cart, because my cart's a little dirty, and I tried to clean it up real, the best I could. Yeah, no, I had vomit on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's glue. It's glue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I don't know. It could have been vomit. I, I mean, we did discuss it. I turned into a drinking <laughs> game earlier. but <laughs> <laughs> Just pulled it out of the nest and threw up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you do when you're frustrated, right? Frustrated, <laughs> frustrated, drunk. You just pull it on out and throw up on it. Throw up. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I, I, there was a lot of flicker on my game. Did you experience that? Yeah, there was a little bit on mine. I guess I don't really recall that, but uh, yeah, you know what? There kind of was. And, you know, to their credit, like I said, the the graphics are pretty good for 1986. I mean, they're actually really good for 1986, and there's a lot of stuff going on on the screen at once. I mean, you got a lot of enemies, lots of stuff Mm -hmm. flying everywhere. The backgrounds are really detailed. As far as the ground right. and the stuff in the background, mm-hmm. um, the well, the background background is not very detailed. It's just kind of black, but all the stuff on the ground and stuff. The tombstones, yeah, the tombstones. Trees, but, the so there's stuff, a, there's yeah. a lot going on, and I can understand why it would flicker a little bit, but I just noticed that it was, and it seemed to be a little, a little bit distracting to me. But I got over it pretty quick. I just wanted to make yeah. a note of that that it was. While I'm yeah. praising the graphics, they did take the graphics did take a little bit of a hit there. No. No, no, I agree. So you want to hear these high scores? Yeah, let's get to the high scores. Okay. So let me start with mine, since mine didn't even make it on the list. <laughs> uh the high score I got was thirty four thousand nine hundred. That's respectable. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Did you did you happen to write down your score? No, because I didn't even worry about it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw some of the others that were being posted. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't have worried about it if I hadn't posted mine so early and actually got on the board for half a day. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so top five of the deep patters and and dudes honorary dudes who have posted scores in our high score challenge. Coming in at number five is. Douglas Delecky Jr. with 44,500. Nice. So just beat me slightly, slightly. Then we have Matt Daly and coming in at number four with 51,300. Warmer, warmer, getting better, mm-hmm. getting better. Then we have Derek Fletchell, who, if you'll recall, had a pretty good time on Mega Man 2 last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in with 59,400. Nice. Still looking looking pretty good. And then somebody just dropped the bomb on us. <laughs> uh, dude Sean and Dude Baz. Apparently they had a little bit of a competition because their, their scores yeah. were actually down around these other scores at first. And then they just then kept they one kept up at each other. So, number two was Dude Sean. With 256,600. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And then number one, 
for this this challenge is Dude Baz with two hundred seventy six thousand three hundred. It's just I will never see that score in, in, no. on my game. It never no. have unless unless Baz wants to fly over the ocean and then come play my NES. Mm-hmm. That score will never be on my TV. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So, so I you yeah. know I, I'm really liking this high score challenge stuff. Um, so hopefully we'll continue and get more and more people involved. Right. We have an entire Facebook group dedicated to it. It's called, I think it's called two dudes in an S high score challenge or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. I like it. So two more things I want to touch on before we close out the gameplay discussion. Uh, if you recall, somebody wanted us to do cheats. Oh yeah. I pulled up a couple cheats. Okay. Okay, so everybody get your notepads out. I want to tell you some cheats. Yep. Okay, there is a level select cheat. If you would like to select the level, go straight to Satan. Here's how you go straight to Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Hold right, press B three times, release right, and press up, B three times, left, B three times, down, B three times and start. A number and letter will be displayed. Press A or B to select a new starting level, and then press start to begin gameplay. Nice. So that's how you do level select. Alright. Then there's the bonus message. Okay. I don't know what this bonus message is, I didn't look it up. But if you want to get a bonus message, complete both quests. Then press A, B, up, down, A, B, left, right. Hopefully it's more English. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, in the Japanese version of the game, I guess you can't continue like you can in the English version. Because you know in English, in the English version, you can mm-hmm. it gives you the continue option down at the bottom. I guess you can't in the Japanese unless you enter, the, enter a code because you... After losing all your lives in the Japanese version, hold right, press B three times, and then hit start, and you'll continue. So, You're welcome, Japan. Yeah. So, that's the cheats. And then lastly, as per usual, we gotta, we got to ask ourselves, is this game worth it? And how much does it go for? How much did you get for it? Because you just got it. I actually only paid ten bucks for it. Okay, I think it goes for around ten, going. ten to twelve dollars. Yeah, how much is it? Let's see. Ghosts and goblins. Yeah, eight fifty nine forty five fourteen ninety nine. Here's a here's a tank top for twenty four fifty eight. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, in between eight and fifteen, I will say, uh, I will say yes, it's worth it. I think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's even though it's challenging and frustrating, I still, I still found myself enjoying it. I mean, the game, yeah. it's, it's challenging, but it's not, it's not like stupid hard like we were talking about mm-hmm. last time. I mean, it's not the game. It's it's more skill based. Like I felt like if the more I played it, I could get better. We've talked about this before. There's some games where if you want to dedicate the time, you can get good at them, and and they become less and less frustrating. I think this one kind of falls right. in that category. 
Right. Plus, that's not a that's not a terribly expensive game. No, it's really cheap. Game, actually. It's actually pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's worth it as well. I would definitely not uh, not discouraged by my ten dollar investment. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do think that um, I played the Super Nintendo version and it's good. The Super Ghouls and Ghosts or whatever. So, I mean, all, any version of this game is pretty good. If you got, if you find an arcade, maybe mm-hmm. buy the arcade mm-hmm. machine. It's it's probably only like three, oh, yeah. a couple thousand dollars or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, nothing. It's just a drop Perfect. in the bucket for us. That's right. This ah, the salad days of podcasting. Yep. <laughs> We're in the silver age of podcasting right now. Mm-hmm. All the money's mm-hmm. just rolling in. Right. Actually, as we close out the gameplay, let me just say that uh, the money, I, while not rolling in, like like I just said, um, I would like to mention that our Patreon, or some of our Patreon people here, because they are doing, they are get, providing us with enough money to cover all of our costs, plus the junk box, plus here pretty soon we're probably going to be able to start giving away the game each week as long as it's not terribly expensive. Yeah. So yeah. I would like to give them a shout out. And I'll mention, I'll just go ahead and mention them all because there's not that many of them. And I would, I would like to shout them out because it's, it's, it, you know, they're taking money out of their pocket to help us fund this show. So, um, dude, Sean, of course, he's a high score page, giving us monies. He's just, he's everywhere, man. He's the man. He's the man. Uh, of course, Dude Joe, also contributing. Uh, and he actually is going to be, yeah, we're going to be actually advertising his his podcast starting next episode for a couple episodes because he got the advertiser reward. If you recall, we played some Hunnic Outcast stuff, which we're still thankful for him. He's continuing to contribute mm-hmm. to. Uh, so, but we played some guess, some adver- ad spots for him, and we'll do the same for Joe here starting next week. And then George Vosper, he donated a decent amount. He's going to actually come on the show with his contribution. He got the reward where he gets to come on the show. So thank you to him. Uh, Dude Greg, who came on the show mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Christopher Spurlock, Mike Vito, Mark Scott, Tim Van Autrave, Peter Panda, Matt Daly, oh, yeah. and Gabe Van Gilder. So thank you guys. We definitely appreciate it. Just yeah, want to take a absolutely. moment to say thank you because uh, without you guys, the junk box wouldn't happen. The game giveaways that are coming up within the next few episodes wouldn't happen. And Justin and I would have to continue to pay out of our pockets for hosting and all that stuff, which yeah. wasn't a big deal. We were doing it before anyways, but, you know. Really appreciate it. Glad to not have to do that anymore. So... Retrofitted trophies. This ain't your granddad's gamer score. These are retrofitted trophies.
Oh yeah, I hit the, uh, I went for the wall tonight. I've got several. Wow. Good, because I only came up with two. I have six. Hmm, okay, well go ahead and give me a couple of yours then. Alright. I prefer David Lee Roth, and that is Beat Astaroth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see, my second one is Vincent Price would be impressed, and that is Beat the Game with No Deaths. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. I'd... Yeah. There's well, been a few people on YouTube to, to accomplish. I don't it, want so. to. I don't want to drop. I don't want to like bring a downer to this whole thing. But uh, Vincent Price is dead. Yeah. So that's true. <laughs> or is he? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give you Go one ahead. of mine, and then you can give me two more. Uh, one okay. of mine is um, straight to the straight to Satan. And that is using the level select to go straight to Satan. All right. I got uh, Thriller Night. And you have to say it in the Michael Jackson voice. Because this is Thriller. And that is Beat the Game in Under 30 Minutes. Is that possible? Also also been done on YouTube oh, wow. a few times. Wow. Yeah. Uh, who's the Big Man Now trophy? That is Kill 10 Big Men. Go ahead. Okay. All right. The other one that I had is King Arthur most certainly would not be impressed. And that is die and never make it past the Red Devil. That first Red Devil there that flies in. Oh, yeah. I lost to him so many times. So if you can never make it past him, then you earn the King Arthur most certainly would not be impressed. Trophy. All right. And the another one of mine, this is one that I was hoping to accomplish, but I was not able to do. And that is al the Albino Hulk trophy. And that is beat the first unicorn. <laughs> nice. And then my last one is, oh yes, they call him the streak. And that is <laughs> beat the level after <laughs> beat the level after getting hit by the first bad guy. So basically beat the level in your underwear. In your skivvies. Yeah. Nice. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So, rating. Six out of ten. Five stars. Two thumbs up. Who knows? It's time for game rating. this game type of uh, ghost type of uh, ghost okay okay you want me to go first yeah you go first all right i'm going to give this one a... <laughs> oh, God. sorry i just <laughs> what okay i'm going to give this one uh patrick swayze from the movie no. ghost <laughs> <laughs> uh because okay. uh, why is it? <laughs> uh well i'm going to do that because this game is uh you know the more you play it the better the better it gets kind of like the movie ghost 
Um, hey, you know, a little I'm bit of go a, with, a little, uh, little bit. To, hang on, a little bit of, um, I guess, insight into my life when I was a kid. I absolutely loved that movie, and I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> well, apparently, you watched it several times, and it just got better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mine. I guess I'm going to go with Ghost Dad just to stay on the movie trend. Um, what movie is that? For? There's a movie called Ghost Dad. Oh, okay. I hadn't seen Bill that. Bill Cosby's in it. Ooh. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> wait. <laughs> I just thought of something, but I can't say it because we're family friendly. So um, I'm just going to go with Ghost Dad, and that's <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> we'll save that one for an after show because I got to know. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. So. All right, so Ghost Dad... Starring Bill Cosby and Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze. <laughs> right. All right. That's 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 good. That's good. All right. Do you get some listener feedback? Deep Hatter feedback. You speak, we listen. First off, on our feedback, we've got Matt Daly says, So frustrating. Been working on the high score challenge, but in small doses, so my 3DS doesn't have to face the wrath. <laughs> Very funny. Nice. Cleva the Great, the Great. Cleva the Great, I guess. I'm ready for it. Headed to the flea market this weekend to look for it. Hope you found it. Hope you enjoyed it. Peter Guzman says, yes, he sure does. I could never, and to this day, completed this game. Joe Copel says, this game is hard and frustrating. I've maybe seen level 2 on the NES. Maybe this on MAME with infinite uh, credits and got to see the rest of the game and beat it. But, did I really beat it? I haven't played this in 15 years, so maybe I'll have to dig this up. On the emulator and try it out again. I will say you did not beat it, Joe, unless you were you would have ever been rich enough to put that many quarters into the arcade. Yeah. And if you're me, then you were never rich enough to use enough quarters to beat this game. <clears throat> uh, Jacob McClendon says, such a hard game. I finished it in college. Both times, though, mind you. It took an entire case of Starbucks Frappuccino drinks and probably a whole pack of cigarettes and lots of frustration, but I did it. Then I saw the horribly translated end screen. Screw it. I still enjoyed the game. Man, lots of, lots of uppers there to get him through that, that game. Yeah, really. 
Yeah, he didn't sleep for seven days. Stephen Stone said, hardest game I've ever played, period. Mike Capana said, one of my first hit games on NES, hard but fun. I use the cheat when I play the arcade version, because after you beat it, it sends you back to the beginning. Mike Vito, our Patreon picker uh, guy, yeah, says, got this for Christmas one year on my NES. My parents hated me. <laughs> 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 William Nichols said, Epic. I remember uh, going into D time at the arcade. Some type of glitch. Uh, let's see. Mike Capana also said, I play it on my Aoya. It's amazing. Ooh, One yeah. of the most difficult. Ooh, yeah. One of the most difficult versions of Super Goals. I will never understand why they removed the ability to shoot upwards. That was really stupid and kind of ruined the game for me. Wait. Good looking and extremely hard. What did he, he said remove the ability to shoot upwards? Don't tell me. I, went, I played through this entire game and didn't know I could shoot up. Yeah. Did you know you could shoot up? That's what he said. No, I didn't know no, that. Okay. okay. Michael Murdoch says, one of the games I found in the trash at a past job didn't make it too far going to try to finish the game. Derek Fletchell said, got this one during my early days of collecting. Played it in a decent amount, but never was able to make it through the entire game in one setting. I always had to use a stage select, beat every level, just not in the intended way. It's a pretty good game, but feels like it was made to be insanely difficult just to show it can be. I enjoy hard games, but I think this one would have been much more enjoyable if the difficulty was dropped down just a tad. Super good goals and ghosts was much more enjoyable for me, though maybe it was just due to the improved graphics, as it was pretty hard too. Curse the programmer who thought of the idea to have to play through the game twice to get the real ending. Ryan R. Jackson said probably the hardest game I've ever played. Um, Sean said, or but to do Sean said, to be honest, I'd never played this game before I picked it up for the high score challenge a few days ago, but I dig it. It's a great skill-based game, if not a tad reliant on spawn memorization. I'd always heard that the Red Devil-looking mini-boss was a giant pain, so it was surprising that I think he's one of the easiest bosses slash mini-bosses I've ever fought. Nice pick, Mike. Let's see, and... Uh, let's... Go through Greg Polander said this is a great game and a classic in every sense of the word. When people nowadays toss around the term NES hard, they mean this game. I really enjoyed this in the arcade and was happy to get the game for Christmas of '88 after I've had my NES for a year. Normally, I don't have the patience for a game where I die again and again and again without feeling like I was making any progress, but something about this game kept me playing it on and off for months on end. Even though sometimes it was as much fun as having your teeth ripped out, it was always fun to play. I finally beat the game twice after a lot of work and effort. Curiously, I think some of the later stages are easier than the ones before them. I question whether or not Greg's ever had his teeth pulled out. Yeah. How would he know that's how good, much that's, fun it that's is? That's a good question. Greg uh, Van Gilder says, Suffering is right. I first seen this game when I was 10 at my cousin's house. They were so obsessed with it, I never got a chance to play it. I wasn't 
it wasn't until years later that I played Super Ghosts and Goblins on the SNES that I realized this series is so hard it wasn't a real loss for me. LOL. Philip Vaughn says, I do love that picture. And I guess that was a modern interpretation you put up of, on there. It was. Joshua Thurman maybe has my favorite. His says, thoughts, OMG, I died on level one. Why do I keep dying on level one? <laughs> and Zachary Richards rounds it off with, just an hour ago he put on there, it's hard, plain and simple, haha, ha, I've never managed to get very far in it. Good deal. Well, lots of feedback there. Lots yeah. of feedback, yeah, I like lots of feedback. We do have a voicemail, also. Sweet. See, you know me and trying to play voicemails though. Mm-hmm. Hey, two dudes, I was just listening to your Ducktales episode. Uh, great job, really uh, enjoyed it. But uh, you know, I I'm just hoping that you guys will talk more about goose poop uh, at length in future episodes because you definitely cut that a little bit short. <laughs> um, so great job and uh, keep it up. Thanks, guys. That was. Nice. That was Josh Witt from the Turtle Flags podcast, and yeah. he requests that we talk about goose poop more often, so we'll try to incorporate that a little more in the future. Absolutely. I'm sure he was not being sarcastic at all. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, we also have some iTunes real fast here. We've got, you know, I get lost on these, but I think, did I read, do you remember an abandoned Murdoch? I do not. Okay, do you remember a big, bring water everywhere? I think I remember that one. Yeah, I do remember that one. So we'll start with abandoned Murdoch, five stars. I really have been enjoying the show. I listened to it at work. I only started listening a few days ago, and I just finished the Metroid episode, and the segment about Michael, okay, we have already read this one, so, Sorry. But anyways, uh, kid sold his NES a few weeks after he left his girlfriend working in the trash department and found the NES with the first TMNT, King's Night, Ghosts and Goblins, and Super Mario Duck Hunt. I will keep listening to you guys. Keep it up. Thank you, Abandoned Murdoch. We have now listened to your iTunes review twice. (laughs) It's a good one. But this was a good one to read on this show because I think he just mentioned that he found Ghosts and Goblins in the trash on our other feedback page. Yeah. So that's why I read it again, Justin. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, this one is Reets OT. Uh, five stars. This podcast was just what I was looking for. The dudes do a great job discussing and explaining each game. I've been collecting NES games for about two years, and after listening to the two dudes, I have started to look for games I otherwise knew nothing about. Good. That's what we're here for. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Part of the reason we're here. Uh, Cleva de Great, awesome podcast. Keep them coming. Five stars. Short, simple, sweet. Love it. Love it. Thank you, everybody, for those. Those are what keeps the show rolling, getting new listeners. So we appreciate that. All right, uh, go listen to the Retro Junkies. Lots of good shows on there. Look them up. Retrojunkies.com. Yeah. Lots of good shows. So there's right. our shout out to them. Check that one off the list. No, but seriously, it's not just checking off the list. There are a lot of really good shows on there. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. 
And you can find us on two dudes in the nest.com, nesdudes.com, and nintendudes.com. Yes, and by the and way, real quick, uh, nintendudes.com. Well, maybe not .com. .com is ours, right? We own nintendudes.com. Mm-hmm. But there is a group on Twitter at nintendudes. So. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to steal your website, by the way. If you want it, talk to me. Because we don't actually need it. I just grabbed it because I thought it was cool. But there is a group out there called the Nintendudes, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. On, on Twitter, at Nintendudes. So if they, want that, if they want that hosting site, then you can buy it back from us. I don't mind. Anyways, go ahead. And you also have... You can find us on Twitter mm-hmm. as well. That's true. And Facebook. And you can always give us a call at 775-773-8761, a.k.a. 775-7-RETRO-1. If you want us to talk about more ghost poop, that's the number to call and let us know. Yeah. Did I say ghost poop? I guess we could talk about ghost poop. You said ghost poop, but we knew you meant ghost poop. Yeah, that's okay. Well, you know what I call ghost poop? The little packing peanuts. I always call those ghost mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess that's. I guess that's pretty much it. Good show. Yep. Uh yeah, iTunes and Stitcher. By the way, too. I don't know if we mentioned that. Facebook group. Yeah. High score group. High score group. I don't know. Yeah. We got too much to. We just we got stuff check it out. Over. We got Instagram too. <laughs> hardly ever gets used anyways it's a good show justin's got to go to bed so let's wrap it up (laughs) (laughs) all right goodbye everybody here's some music